Light me up, don't you stop Cause tonight, it's on the line Show me how, you get on down Close my eyes, take me for a ride Hello everybody and welcome back to the Pars Foundation TV podcast. Um, quickly, to start us off, thank you everybody for listening to the first episode. We've had a very, very good reception, which is why we released a second episode so soon after the first. Um, we will be doing weekly episodes a Sunday, every Sunday, and it will be me, Ian and Gary. Uh, and we will have lots of guests coming on uh, in future episodes, other coaches coming in, telling us a bit about their experience and having a bit of a laugh about it. Uh, I'd also like to start off an apology for last episode when I said a Kit Kat was a biscuit because it's not my, <laughs> it's not my finest moment, I'll have to admit to that. So uh, we've got Ian and Gary on again. Ian, how are you? I'm good, mate. By the way, a Kit Kat is a biscuit. Is it? Would you say so? I, it is a chocolate. biscuit. Do you think? Well, why? <laughs> well, there, there was a bit of controversy about that. Some of the, the reactions to it were a bit not too happy about it. Um, Gary, how have you been? I'm good. Aye, very good. I've uh, I've had a biscuit this morning, actually. I had a, a hobnob with my cup of tea earlier. Uh, so uh, I'm sticking by my choice. It was my favourite biscuit. Uh, I know uh, I would think of other ones, but um, <laughs> nah, I'm sticking with the hobnob choice. A Kit Kat. Mm, a Kit Kat's not a biscuit for me, Josh. Uh, I've got to agree with you, Gary. I said in the heat of the moment, no. the adrenaline rush got to me. Um, so we'll start off then. Ian, um, question to get us rolling. What got you into coaching? Like, what attracted you to the thought of, okay, I want to go out and I want to coach football? Uh, if I'm honest with you, it was actually my boys' club coach. Oh, yes. uh, I'll just mention him, uh, Graham Robertson. He used to play with Unfermline. Oh, right. He was my, my coach at the Norries. And he was just a great coach and basically was looking at him doing his thing and I kind of thought, right, I quite fancy doing that. So as soon as I left school, I got straight on to uh, my HNC at, at college, completed that, done my HND and then went on to uni and done one, one year at uni. I, uh, so, very nice. Uh, what was your first coaching job? Like, What, what was your first role that got you into it? Paid job. Uh, yeah, we'll say paid job, volunteer, just whatever your class is. So I actually started with the Norries, but that was as a as a volunteer. Aye. So I went back to the boys' club that I played for to volunteer. I could start a place. And then it was actually with Kelly and that way back. Aye. Yeah, with the foundation. But I don't think it was any called the Parish Foundation back then. It was just called... Done family and community setup or something, ah. but uh, aye, that was that was pretty much my foot in the door with, with coaching. So, so has it been has it been quite interesting for you? I'd imagine to then see the foundation change over time to change now and how it's changed loads. Aye. it's changed loads. There's been loads of coaches coming and going. Uh, how we operate's changed as well. There's always been many kicks, there's always been dribblers, there's always been after school clubs, that kind of thing. But the introduction to the creative player programme, that's been yeah. quite a new thing. Uh, Very successful. 
which has been great. Yep. And there's been loads of other wee initiatives as well that, that they've managed to set up through time. But just like see your, your football fans in training and stuff like that, it's all great wee initiatives to get people playing the game. Aye. Um, it's a very good setup. Um, Gary, um, what got you into coaching? Um, I got into it quite late. Um, I was actually playing for uh, my local team and uh, I, I helped out with the training a couple of times and I, I quite liked it. And then I just made the decision that, you know what, I'm I'm going to go back to college. I didn't go back to college until I was about 30, I think. So uh, I, I went in and done that, obviously, along with my SFA badges. And uh, when I came out, when, when I was at college, I got a placement. I was uh, uh, at Falkirk uh, Football Club doing a bit of coaching with their community teams. And then um, for there, I moved on to the foundation. Uh, job came up at the foundation was uh-huh. closer to home for me and just progressed for there and then along the the way I've been fortunate enough to meet good people and things that helped me Graham Colmer uh, got me in uh-huh. at academy um, five for late and uh, I've really just ever since I started the coaching I've loved it uh, I had never really coached young ones before it was you know it was adult game and uh, but uh, yeah. I must admit, I, I've I love doing the the younger age groups. I've no sort of desire to go and work with adults again. Yeah. So, why do you think that is? Do you think it's more because you feel you'd have more of an effect on the development of that age, or what? What is it? Um, I I I, I love seeing them, um, prog- kids progressing, but I just love the the energy and that they come in. At training, they want to be there. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think it's it's more appealing to me. Um, like I say, it's I like seeing them starting out, and you you see them progressing and things. Yeah, it's, uh, it is. Um, it has always a very good feeling when you can see a kid clearly get better at it. Like yeah. even. If you're doing the start of a session and let's say we're working on our skills and there's a kid who can't quite can't quite do it and if you you know, you take them aside and you, you work it with them and then you see them completing the skill, it's a really rewarding feeling. Yeah. And, and uh, Ian, would you agree with that? What would you agree with what Gary said there? Yeah, I really enjoy the younger ones as well. I think <clears throat> when you get them at that age they're just like a sponge, they want to learn. <laughs> Can they just yeah. soak up they just soak up everything? And uh, it's really rewarding, like you say, just to watch them develop. And, uh, you know, you can get them as young as dribblers age, 18 months, uh, into their mini kicks, which is, yeah. what, the three to five-year-olds? Yeah. Um, And then you've got them, you know, you've got them then playing in, in amongst the East End boys setup that we've got. And it's to watch them progress through that, it's just probably the, the highlight of being a coach, really. Uh, yes, your your first coach. There been the reason you got into it. What what uh-huh. was it about him that inspired you as such? I think just because he was a an ex pro, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Um, you know the training that he was putting on and everything that he was providing for us. We went to Holland, 
Uh, nice. You know, just just be things like that that really inspired me. Uh, playing the game and I actually still play to this day. I play for uh, a local amateur team. So, um, that that first sort of taste for coaching definitely came through my yeah. boys' club coach at the Norries. Yep. So the, yeah, so it was more the fact they went over and above for stuff like going to Holland. Oh, I for, I mean, for a guy that volunteered, because this was voluntary, remember? Yeah. So it's all it was a pocket. So. For a guy that was just giving up all his time to to put on what he did for us was was great. Yeah, I think um, I agree with that. I think coaching when you get it right, which also we we aim to do, uh, you go over and above the impact you can have on people. And amazing, because even if you look at your coach there, he's inspired you to go on and become a coach, and you've had a very good impact on countless other kids. So it's like the knock on effect of it is fantastic which yeah. I think one of the most interesting things about coaching I think as well I was quite fortunate with the when I was at high school I had good PE teachers yeah I, I agree with that as well and they were yeah. right into the football as well so I was kind of watching them I actually thought about being a PE teacher as well at one point but yeah. um, I think I needed to go on and do another two three years at uni but blood that's by the by yeah and um, I think and- uh, they certainly helped my decision to go into the the coaching game as well. My PE teachers. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I would know. So I am, um, entering my last few months at school, uh, as an S six, and I feel the PE department has always been the most, like I think the department I've enjoyed most. Um, sorry, in other departments, if you're listening, but they've been really supportive. Um, very good. I've learned a lot from them. Uh, very good people. Uh, they've always encouraged me a lot as well. So they did a, a sports leadership course, which meant that I got a lot of experience uh, in going out and leading sessions to kids about different sports and getting a feel of it. And yeah. then that is kind of what helped further my idea of wanting to be a coach. And uh, they've been very good in letting me lead sessions where kids, even now, like they'll still let me go out and like take a session for them. I think it's a wee bit very, easier as well, Josh. When, like, for example, at the at the Pars Foundation, I think it's great because you've got you're working with people that are like minded. Yeah. So, like, working with Gary, working with Stevie, whoever it is, it's like minded people that all share the same passion for the game. So it makes work enjoyable. You know what I mean? Oh no, it's a it's a very good environment. I think. Um, you get loads of different ideas, loads of different ways of doing stuff, but it's all towards the same common goal, which uh, I really like. Um, so, Gary, for the next question, I'm going to come to you because I feel like uh, kind of, it's been mostly Ian so far the podcast. Uh, yeah, I but... think you can see. Ah, right, I'll shut can up. See me, uh, <laughs> not being part of the next one, the way things are going. Uh, I'll just kick in at the call. Uh, I'm, um, I'm saving it for later on in the show when we get to the. The biscuit chats and things. Um, hi. Uh, so, guys, you've been coaching for a while, obviously. Yeah. Um, both of you have uh, for a long time. Can you think of what would you say is perhaps your funniest coaching memory? Like a memory you've had while coaching that's still looking back and it gives you a bit of a chuckle. Uh, One that you you can share on the podcast. Oh. I think off the top of my head, Josh. <coughs> If you need time to think, I can, I can admit to To be to fair, 
every se- every session that I'm involved, um, there's there's always something funny that happens because like, try and make right. the sessions and enjoyable anyway. So uh, loads and loads. Uh, I think for me, Gary, that you get a right laugh at the camps. I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah, oh. yeah, the camps. Uh, that's right on to what I was going to say is, Gary, you would have been missing this as obviously you're still recover- on your recovery, but I was in the October camp, I believe, yeah. Ian. Um, yeah. Where it was my first day there, so my first camp, uh, and it was there, and it was lunchtime, it was going pretty well, and, you know, the pitch was not in the brilliant state, the weather had been very, very bad, and it was lunchtime, and I was just kicking the ball about with um, another coach, I think it was Stevie, uh, Stevie Tucker, our times and drills coach, I was kicking the ball about and the ball fell to me and they were just like spraying long passes and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to like fire this towards them and I went to kick it and as I've kicked it, I've slipped and I've just really went right backwards as everyone's eating their lunch and everyone's looking out onto it. So that was, for the first day, that could have gone better. Yeah. Uh, probably, pro- probably my funniest things happens, tend to happen in the mini kickers because it, the kids are that young and the just some of the things they say and that's it's, it's quite funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've had a few I've had a yeah. few embarrassing moments myself, like if I'm doing a demo for my backside or something. I had one of them yesterday. Right. Yeah. Uh happy to the best of us, Ian, happy to the best of us. <laughs> I blame the footwear. <laughs> Not then. The camps are always really enjoyable, though. Um, you do get a lot of funny moments in them, uh, alongside the coaching. But that's what I think makes some. That's what gets so many kids along is that it's a few hours and it's a lot of fun. And it's all very like hearty, which I. It was a funny bit the other week when you were uh, when we were doing the uh, recreating the goal scene for the past from day. Oh, some of your yeah, that, your finishes, Josh, were quite funny. I found it funny that you tried yeah. to pick a. Goal for Wayne Rooney as your recreation. Uh, an unbelievable goal. They just all kept going top corner. I don't know how I got it so consistent. <laughs> well, that must have been when I was near there because the ones I seen when they going top corner. Yeah, oh, those are the bottom corner ones. Ah, apologies. Um, so uh, I think it's time to address the topic that Gary's been been itching for. Gary, what would you say constitutes a biscuit? A biscuit to me is things like your rich teas, hobnobs, things like Kit Kats are the biscuits for me, Josh. Oh, no, so, yeah. oh, Ian, did you have something to say about that? Well, aye, because then then it's a sweetie and it's not a sweetie. Well, would you class it as a chocolate? It's just that in between thing. That's... But if you go to the shop, the Kit Kats, right, are in the selection of you, next to your mum. That's the Kit Kat chunky. A normal Kit Kat is not in the biscuit selection. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the ones that you get in a multi pack, and it's like your two fingers Kit Kats. Well, they are biscuits. If we were to do. If we were to do a biscuit and chocolate event diagram, what... uh, Kat should probably be in that middle bit. See, for me, a biscuit is anything with a wafer or Aye. a bit of diagram. Well, I could have a, a new one here then. 
as a club, would Whoa. you class that as a biscuit? Whoa. A club is a biscuit. Was it? Well, that's my favourite. Uh, that's Tim Earth with the hobnobs. An orange club. I forgot about them. They are very, very, very good. I like contender for the wagon wheel of the week. Yeah, uh, I'm going for that's um, my favourite biscuit then. But I still stand by that. Uh, Kit Kat's no biscuit. Thank you, Michael. Well, I think we should have a some sort of poll yeah. online or a vote. Yeah, I mean, we need to we need to take it to the yeah. audience. So if you're listening, please please do get in contact about um whether you feel a Kit Kat is a biscuit or not. Obviously, we've had the apology at the start. Of the Put course, out but... these them boys. Uh, oh, kids as well, obviously. They can they'll get a poll going together, but definitely no for me. Yeah, I'd um, uh, well, Ian says yes, and I'm undecided. You know, I was in the no category, but then Ian's kind of pulled me back along, so it's, it's a tie. Um, <laughs> speaking of, um, so last week we were talking about our favorite biscuits, um, this week after being reminded of Hula Hoops by Ian yesterday. Gary, what is your favourite type of crisps? Well, at the moment, I'm absolutely destroying what's-its and skits, right? <laughs> They're... <laughs> if you have a... You can't have one bag. You have to no. have... Well, at the moment, I'm having four and five at a time, right? But they're <laughs> the type of crisps you'll have more than one bag, so... See, when you're doing all the one-to-ones, Gary, you can afford to just eat what uh, you want. Because we're uh, burning it off, you know. If you, if you are a watcher, uh, please remain hidden from Gary Wright. Because yes, I, uh, I tried to set uh, Stevie to chat the 10 bags of watch that's challenge, and he says he can do it no bother. And uh, I, I think I think I could give that a go. <laughs> See, I, like, I do like a watcher, right? But they get very... The stuff that gets left on your fingers, and I feel like kind of ruins experience. <laughs> Extremely, get very cheesy. Um, all right, so Gary's very clear uh, for his what's it shout. Ian, now we come to you. What's your insight on this? I'm gonna say the you know, the chili sensations, the big bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole bag of them, no problem. They are phenomenal. You know what else phenomenal. I like, Josh? I can't even know, give them a mention. Space Raiders, but see on a buttered roll. Oh, nah. I'm not. Oh my I'm god, not, I'm not a Space yeah. Raiders man. I have You're to be controversial. A crisp roll is brilliant, but I'm, I'm not sure I'm, about Space, Space Raiders. Raiders rolls, brilliant. I love why, a... why do you not like Space Raiders, Josh? I like Space Raiders. I just, I just don't. They don't appeal to me. It's like pom pom bears. I'm not a big pom bears man either. Hmm. Um. If I had to say my favourite crisps, I'd have to go the McCoys. And you get the flame grilled steak good. McCoys. They are but they're you only, good. They're just like a, a one bagger, as I would call them. You wouldn't <laughs> destroy them, gosh. Uh, so if I'm going for something I could destroy then, I'd probably have to go for for Quavers. I can fire through Quavers. Yeah, aye, Quavers is good. Um, aye. I, do, I, do, I do like Pringles. Um, kettle chips as well. I think kettle chips. If you have them when it's later in the evening, I don't they like are, them. What? What are they? Yeah, what are they kettle like? Chips. Oh, they're good. fantastic. They like um, I don't quite know how to describe them, but they're just very, very good, Gary. You should go and um, I think they do them in te- they, they do do them in Tesco's. I've bought countless bags from there, um, of crisps. If you go in and um, 
you know, around the crisp aisle, you'll see like kettle chips, sea salt, or mature nah. cheddar, whatever. I'll ask you guys, feeling. when you're having, say it's like a kettle crisp or something, do you like a dip? Uh, I'm impartial to some hummus, but I don't go out my way to buy it. I meant cheese and chive or something, but... Ah, they're okay, oh, yeah, man. Man. But, uh, no often, I must say. No? Nah, it's, it's hummus in this household, Ian. Right, okay, healthy. Yeah, extremely. That's how that's how we get the ten Ks done. <laughs> <laughs> by, by the hummus. Um so I think that's about all we've got time for. So thank you everyone for listening. Uh, remember if you're just on the car in the car, sorry, uh, on the move or just looking for something to have on, uh, listen to it. Or even you, if you want to know a bit more about the East End Boys coaches, then uh, this podcast is really uh, worth listening to. Uh, in a bag of Watsits or something, it's a good listen to, isn't it? Uh, if you're there with your McCoy's <laughs> Flame Grilled Steaks, as you should be. Um, Josh, can I make a wee call out? Uh, yes. Davis Stewart, I'm calling you out, pal. You're yeah. up next. What, you call, you chance it to a wrestling match or something? No, no, I'm wanting him on this podcast. You want him on the podcast? No, well, I would back that. And, uh, I would back that. Um, I would, a wee shout out to our players as well at East End. I know some are not getting to training that, so... Yeah, that um, we obviously will hope, hope they're all back soon and things and yeah. uh, just keep with it keep keep doing the challenges that Gary's setting on Instagram uh, keep getting your parents to listen to stuff like this or view the Instagram and or the Facebook and just keep up to date with everything and just we hope to have you back soon and a big thank you to people like Nick and Keenan Greg yesterday who come down braving the weather braving nature and uh, to keep up to date uh, yeah. really as music. is mine so. sweet in the pitch as well I think yeah. aye that's so Ian thank you for coming on again thank you guys Gary pleasure as usual and anyone listening we'll be back on Sunday <laughs>